Hello, and welcome to Bible Bedtime. I'm Dana, and tonight I'll be reading to you from the New International Version of the Bible. We're still in Genesis, and we'll be here for quite a while. <laughs> Before we start, I do want to tell you a bit about how Bible bedtime works. Sometimes, at the end of a day, even a wonderful day, it can be hard to turn off the thoughts and settle our minds. So that we can have a nice sleep and rest. Resting every day is something that God created our bodies to do. And as we learned, as we read, 14 chapters back, even God, the creator of the entire universe, took time to rest. And if the author of eternity is and willing to take a break, then we should be humble enough ourselves to do the same. So, Bible bedtime was created to give your busy brain place to rest. When you listen to God's word, you can focus on the words being said and the meaning that they have. And you can be at peace as you drift into a good night's If at the end of the reading you're still awake, that's okay. It really is okay, and that it just happens. You can listen again. You can listen to another episode. You can reflect on the reading. We just did. Meditating on any words or thoughts or messages that have special meaning to you. Now, as is our habit, 
and let's take three deep breaths. This is a habit that's draining your body and your brain to get ready for sleep. Here we go. Tonight's chapter has a lot of ancient names, <laughs> kings and places, and it's been a challenge to pronounce all of those throughout the chapter. So I hope you'll offer me grace if my pronunciations a bit creative or inconsistent. The meaning is the same. Genesis 14. At this time, Amraphel, king of Shinar, Arioch, king of Elisar, Kedor Leomor, king of Elam, and Tidal, king of Goyim, went to war against Bera, king of Sodom, Bersha, king of Gomorrah, Shinab, King of Adma, Shemeber, King of Zeboim, and the King of Bela, that is Zoar. All these latter kings joined forces in the valley of Sidim, the Salt Sea, for twelve years. They had been subject to Kidor Lamor. But in the thirteenth year, they rebelled. In the fourteenth year, Kedor Leomor, the kings allied with him, went out and defeated. The Rathates in Ashtaroth Karnaim, the Zuzites in Ham, the Emites in Shiva Kiriathiam, and the Horites in the hill country of Seir, as far as El Paran near the desert. Then they turned back and went to Enmishpat, that is Kadesh, 
and they conquered the whole territory of the Amalekites, as well as the Amorites, who were living in Azazon Tamar. Then the king of Sodom, the king of Gomorrah, the king of Admah, the king of Zeboim, and the king of Bela, that is Zor, marched out and drew up their battle lines in the valley of Sidim against Kedor Leomar, king of Elam, title king of Goyim, Amraphel, king of Shinar, and Arioch, king of Elisar. Four kings against five. Now, the valley of Sidim was full of tar pits, and when the king's of Sodom and Gomorrah fled, some of the men fell into them, and the rest fled to the hills. The four kings seized all the goods of Sodom and Gomorrah, and all their food. Then they went away. They also carried off Abram's nephew Lot and his possessions since he was living in Sodom. One who had escaped came and reported this to Abram the Hebrew. Now Abram was living near the great trees of Mamre, the Amorite, a brother of Eshcol and Aner, all of whom were allied with Abram. When Abram heard that his relative had been taken captive, he called out the 318 trained men born in his household and went in pursuit as far as Dan. During the night, Abram divided his men to attack them, and as he routed them, pursuing them as far as Hobah, north of Damascus. He recovered all the goods and brought back his relative Lot and his possessions, together with the women and the other people. After Abram returned from defeating Kedur Leomor and the 
kings allied with him. The king of Sodom came out to meet him in the valley of Shaveh. That is the king's valley. Then Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. He was priest of God Most High, and he blessed Abram, saying, Blessed be Abram by God Most High, creator of heaven and earth, and blessed be God Most High, who delivered your enemies into your hand. Then Abram gave him a tenth of everything. The king of Sodom said to Abram, Give me the people and keep the goods for yourself. But Abram said, to the king of Sodom. I have raised my hand to the Lord, God most high, creator of heaven and earth, and I have taken an oath that I will accept nothing belonging to you not even a thread or a thong of a sandal so that you will never be able to say I made Abram rich. I will accept nothing but what my men have eaten and the share that belongs to the men who went with me to Aver, Eshkol, and Mamre. Let them have their share. Psalm 23, a psalm of David. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. 
You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. found in Matthew 6. Now, many of us who worship add a little to the end of this prayer, which isn't actually in the Bible, but it brings peace and brings us closer to God. And so I will say that part at the end of the prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but Deliver us from the evil one. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever.